Hey guys, so yeah, I just got dropped off on my bus. It's uh, about 9.14 in the evening on this Thursday, a week before Thanksgiving, legitimately. But I wanted to come on here and give you my review of 240, the 240th shift slash chapter of Metamorphosized to Malleability. It is uh, subtitled Confirmations and Explanations. And I'm not going to go too much into detail or anything. I'll provide the link uh, down below. But this one is more along the lines of Duncan and Briella basically going back and forth about Briella's uh, meeting with the other Omega or the Alpha, whatever you want to call them, uh, Gene. And basically Duncan kind of confirming everything that Gene had told her, if not more. And Briella basically, you know, being still a little hesitant, um, you know, possibly accepting the job and everything, uh, even based on what Duncan had confirmed uh, that Jean had told her, uh, with a little bit more detail as well, basically stating that those that had taken on the position uh, lately, uh, I wouldn't say lately, but basically in the past 20 years or so, uh, senior researcher, those that had uh, taken on that position had basically got corrupted. They basically started to abuse the power and it kind of put, you know, uh, Siri Genesis in a bad light. So overall, like I said, it's basically them confirming everything that Gene said. Uh, Duncan even saying, look, you, if you do take the opportunity, you do take the position, you know, you're going to be in a better life than you were before because Briella does make it perfectly clear, you know, that she doesn't want to give up her life. That she's ha she's happy what she's do with what she's doing right now, you know, happy being with Crystal and all that. And Duncan basically says, "Look, you're still you're going to have that life still, if not better." And you know, she has to basically consider it and talk it over with Crystal. The only thing that's holding her back about talking about it, I'm assuming with Crystal in the story's continuity, is there's a lot she wants to tell her, but she doesn't want to endanger her fiance's uh, life or anything. So, long story short, basically she's, she does she starts to consider maybe potentially taking it, but she, like I said, she has to talk it over. But she does kid with Duncan on the fact that, hey, if I do take this, you do realize I'll be your boss. I'll be, you know, telling you what to do and stuff. Which Duncan basically says to her, hey, look, I'm cool with that. It would be an honor and a privilege if you do become my boss. So, anyway, the story ends, though, with a very interesting kind of cliffhanger. Now, we know Briella's not going to die or anything because she's basically immortal and all that because of her, you know, shape-shifting abilities. But she does notice that there's this hornet, because basically she disguises herself um, as a hornet, if you will, when she gets to the Siri Genesis uh, building to kind of uh, meet up with Duncan. And so she forms herself back into one as she's leaving uh, through the um, air ventilation system. And she notices uh, basically another hornet going past her but she notices there's something different about her 
are different about it. And she notices it has a gleam to it. So she follows it because she's getting this sense that hmm, something doesn't seem right here because why is there another hornet here? And she goes after it and notices it's mechanical, it's robotic. It's a drone basically heading in the direction of Duncan and Greta because Greta is now in the office after Duncan lifted kind of basically the uh, privacy veil that kept the conversation between her uh, between Duncan and Briella, mostly between the two of them. But anyway, uh, Bri you know, anyway, Briella notices um, the uh, other hornet, the robotic drone hornet, heading in their direction. So she's able to subdue it, basically, by changing her form into something more uh, ma muscular or stronger. But she also notices there's a, a beeping noise going off and she sees this is a point of the hornet's head that got detached. It's, you know, basically making the noise, a beeping noise, which, you know, at the end of the story, Briella pretty much says, oh shit, kind of indicating that's probably a bomb. Now, again, I don't think Briella's going to die or anything like that, you know, because she's been through these kind of situations before. But, yeah, let's just say it's going to get interesting before we, you know, get into the uh, furry uh, convention part of the story. Basically, like I said uh, previously in these reviews, we're at basically the, I guess you could, I wouldn't say the, the storm itself, but we're kind of at the beginning stages of it. It's kind of like that partial storm that you would get. You know, it's kind of a partial storm that you would get uh, before the big, before the big, you know, the big storm, the big guy, basically uh, makes their uh, presence known. It, you know, it's kind of like what's going on in the Northeast right now with the snowstorm they're getting, to the point that the Buffalo Bills and Buff Buffalo Bills now have to play two home games, or at least one home game, in Detroit and then stay in Detroit for their game against the Lions, the home game against the Browns, and then got to be there for the Lions. So, you know, that, so basically the snowstorm really put a cork in their plans, but obviously, you know, they'd gotten some heavy snow before, but that was just a prelude. That was just like the first step, if you will, um, in... You know, in the you know, in the major storm heading their way. Hold on for a sec. Like I said, it's the first step in the major storm. Um, you know, heading their way and everything. But yeah, it's kind of like what we're basically using it as an example. That's kind of what we're seeing right now with uh, with these uh, se these past several. Uh, I guess you could say, well, at least these past two, if not going to be three, uh, shifts slash chapters of metamorphosis to malleability. But yeah, I think we're going to have one more storm or one more prelude storm, you know, a little, little taste of what's to come uh, before we get into, uh, I guess you could say, down-to-earth, you know, filler arc with the uh, fur convention deal uh, with Crystal Umbriella, which... 
Again, I do believe it's going to lead into more NFSW stuff between them before it's all said and done. And I still stick by the fact that um, I still 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 stick by the fact that Crystal is going to get the powers too eventually. I just get this feeling, and I've got a feeling Elanier's fiance may not be everything he says he is because. I'm thinking this Hornet drone that was subdued by Briella, or at least most of it was being subdued by Briella, might have something to do with him, might have a connection to him or something. We'll have to see. But I still feel there's something up with him that even Elanier doesn't uh, know about. Uh, but overall though, the 240th shift, it's, it's alright, it's pretty good. And um, can't wait to see what she has next. And I know she's got some other NFSW stories or sections, parts for metamorphosized to malleability uh, planned out. And uh, you'll obviously, obviously cannot wait to see what those are going to be. So anyway, though, guys, I would highly recommend you check it out. Uh, that being metamorphosized to malleability, the series, I'll provide the link as usual in the description. As well as I'll provide a link to the recent chapter. And until next time, talk to you all later. You will find an audio podcast version of this review on the BWS Discussions Audio Podcast. Check that out. And uh, until then, guys, you know where to find me outside of YouTube. And I will talk to you all later.